You are watching Christ's Commission Fellowship. Changing lives for eternity. I was four years old when my parents first separated. And together with my mom, we lived with my grandparents. Growing up, I was given love and attention by my mom and grandparents. But deep inside, I still longed for a father. I envied my classmates who had both parents present during school activities. I was so angry with my father, but at the same time, I could not deny how I hoped we could become one happy family. After six years of separation, my parents found their way back to each other, and the best part, my mom gave birth to my brother, and a few years later, to my sister. We were finally one happy family, or so I thought. I was already in college when I first found out about, about my father's mistresses. It broke me most when I learned that one of them was almost my age. I was filled with anger, hatred, and disgust. I saw how my mother suffered too. And instead of being comforted and encouraged, we felt we were judged and talked about by the people we loved the most. It was at this point when I turned away from God. I hated my dad, the church, and God. I could not understand my situation and dwelt on how unfair God was to me and my family. I never thought it would be so difficult to forgive. I had nothing but disrespect and harsh words for my father as I allowed my bitterness, anger, and pride to get the best of me. In my anger, I would physically hurt and verbally abuse my ex-boyfriend. And every time I had to drive, I would curse other drivers in my head and sometimes even out loud. I would scream in the car and either throw things or pound on whatever I could get my hands on whenever I feel frustrated. I was a mess, but God is faithful. Through the invitation of a college friend, I found my way back to God and started attending CCF. My friend eventually invited me to join their small group and she has been my accountability partner since then. There was this one Sunday when I was sitting and praying before the worship service, when I felt the Lord reminded me of all the good and happy memories I had with my father. There was this pinch in my heart that led me to admit how badly I missed him. That day, I surrendered everything to God. I admitted I was tired and could not do anything on my own and asked the Lord to help me to forgive. After all the tears were shed, I felt God's peace and I knew I was finally free. I prayed to the Lord for him to give me his perfect time to see my dad again and to restore our relationship. A year after that prayer, my mom and siblings came from the U.S. and my mom needed my dad's signature for a document. My brother volunteered to meet with my dad and my mom asked if my sister and I would want to go with him. We decided to go and surprise our father. When we finally saw him, there was nothing but sincere and pure love in my heart for him. And I knew that it was not me. It was the love of Jesus that he allowed to flow through me. My siblings and I were delighted to know that he has been sober and has started attending church again. We also started to go out with my father more frequently and spend time with each other. Today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, not only am I free from ill feelings towards my father or anybody or God himself, and I also no longer have road rages, nor do I get easily angered. I still struggle with anger, but my confidence to deal with this daily is not in my own ability to control myself in trying circumstances, but in that he who began a good work in me is faithful to complete it until the day my Lord and Savior Jesus comes. By God's grace, he is now using me to disciple and mentor younger ladies as well. My name is Gian Carla Lumabao, once a turbulent and raging sea, but now at peace, all by God's grace and mercy. To God be all the glory. Last week, tinuro sa atin ni Pastor Peter, if you were here, sabi ni Pastor Peter, legit 
followers. It is the genuine Christ follower. Not everyone who calls upon the Lord, 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 will really enter into His kingdom. Hindi lahat na umasabi, oh, Christian ako, Christian. Hindi yung ganun. Sabi ni Jesus, there are legit Christians. Hindi lahat legit. Okay? So how would we know we're legit? Unang-una, it's the way we relate with Jesus. Now, try to understand the situation. Here is Jesus Christ telling His disciples, okay guys, you are now the salt and light of this world. No, wait, 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 wait a minute, Lord. Aren't we supposed, are you you're talking to us as your disciples? Di ba dapat yung mga religious leaders yan, yung mga Pharisees? Di ba dapat sila yan? O kaya, hindi to generally for everybody who follows you? Tama? Di ba dapat sa Israel lang yan? No, sabi ni Jesus, no, 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 I'm not trying to change the law. You need to understand something. Sabi ni Jesus, do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish but to fulfill. In fact, in verse 18, sabi niya, even to the very least stroke, yung pinakamaliit na, pinakamaliit na, ano, sabi niya, na stroke doon sa prophecies ng Diyos. Mula from the writings of Moses to the writings of the prophets, everything written in it, sabi niya, I will fulfill them. In fact, from my birth to my death to my resurrection and to my coming back again, I will fulfill everything that had been written in the Old Testament. Amazing. Sabi niya, I will fulfill. I will not change anything at all. Ang totoo niyan, ako ang magpo-fulfill niyan. Now, this is part na sabi niya. Kaya I'm telling you now, unless your righteousness surpasses of the scribes and the Pharisees, you'll not enter the kingdom of heaven. Ooh, Imagine kayo yung Hudyo. At yun na yung pinakamataas na righteousness. The righteousness of the Pharisees and the scribes. Oftentimes, we think of them as hypocrites. Yes, sabi ni naman ni Jesus yun. But not every one of them. Kasi pagdating sa righteousness, dito among these Pharisees and the scribes. Remember Paul? Paul was a Pharisee. Naalala si Paul? Ano sabi ni Paul? As to the law, I am Blameless. No, can you imagine? O, paano mo ngayon tatapatan yan? Sino sa inyo, mem, ano, ang nakakaalam ng law number 8 sa Ten Commandments? Hmm? Hindi mo alam? Paano mo mafulfill yan? Malayo ka na sa righteousness ng Pharisees. Ano ka niya? Sabi ni Jesus, hindi mo kaya yon. Even if your negative righteousness, sasabihin ko sa iyo, the only person who is far far, far righteous. And the righteousness that God accepts, Jesus, who will fulfill everything written in the law, be one with Him. Okay ba yan? Kaya nga, ang church, ang tawag sa Kanya, Bride of Christ. Now, look at it. Tignan Husband, love your wife just as Christ also loved the church and gave Himself up for the church so that He might sanctify the church having cleansed the church by the washing of water with the word that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. Oh, that surpasses the righteousness of the Pharisees. Tama ba? Tama. Natuloy pa natin. And sabi niya, and that church, sabi ganon, for this cause, ano niya, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are members of his body. We became one with Jesus, so everyone who claims to be Christian became part of the body of Christ. Lahat ng kumilalang si Kristo, naging kabahagi ng katawan ni Jesus. Now look at this. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Now, when Paul, when Paul was discussing this, anong tinutukoy niya? Sabi niya, this mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. Nakuha niya? So, sabi niya, oh, ito ang ibig sabihin niyan. Yung pakikipag-isa kay Kristo, parang mag-asawa yan. The church pagbahagi ka ng church, you're part of the body of Christ, meaning, you are His bride. Paano ka magiging kabahagi ng church? Paano ka magiging kabahagi ng church? Sabi niya kay, kay Peter, sa mga disciples, Sepon, anong sinasabi ng mga tao tungkol sa akin? Sabi niya, ang dami-dami. How about you, Peter? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him, 
Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Sabi niya, binuksan ng, lo, ng tatay ko yung mata mo. For me to you to see that I am the Christ, the Son of the living God. I also say to you that you are Peter, a small stone, sabi niya, and upon this rock, meaning to say, upon this revelation, upon this claim, that you accept me as the Christ, the Son of the living God, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. Sabi niya, sa lahat ng makikilala, kukikilala rin sa akin bilang Kristo, tagapagligtas, at anak ng Diyos, sabi niya, mula dyan, yan ang magiging church. Okay? So if you want to be part of the church, kailangan yun ang mangyari. Ngayon, kaya sabi ni Jesus, tinan mo, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, the old things pass away, behold, new things have come. Kaya sabi ng Bible, He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Kaya sabi ng Lord, then you will surpass the righteousness of the Pharisees and the scribes. So, sabi ng Panginoon Diyos, now I will tell you something. I will show you a legit follower. Anong sabi niya? Let's read. Sabi niya, you have heard that the ancients were told, you shall not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court, and whoever says to his brother, you're good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. Now, para sa ibang mga Bible na hawak ninyo, ang good for nothing, nakasulat, raka. Okay? Now, whoever says, sabi niya, you fool, shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. Sabi niya, therefore, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, sabi niya, Bible, leave your offering there, there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and present your offering. Make friends quickly with your opponent at law while you are with him on the way, so that your opponent may not hand you over to the judge, and the judge the officer, and you be thrown into prison. Truly I say to you, you will not come out of there until you have paid up the last cent. Now look at this. Ano pinag-uusapan? You have committed, you have heard that thou shalt not commit murder. Tama? Now, generally speaking, when we talk about murder, it is taking one's life. Kaya, ang legit follower is not to take life. A legit follower of Jesus is a giver of life. Kaya, tamdan niya ito, kaya ang topic natin, a legit follower is a life giver. So be a life giver. Ano ibig sabihin ng life for our purposes para madali nating makuha? First, remember the word Lord, Lord. Interest, forbearance, and empowered. Let's start with the Lord. Lord, tinan yung sabi ng Bible. You have heard that the ancients were told you shall not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. Now, listen to this. See, Jesus Christ, when He began teaching about righteousness, pinakita niya kagad, He always introduced it with, you have heard. You have heard. Nakakagulat yun. Kasi bakit? Why you have heard? Diba? Supposedly, kung dati kausap niya yung demonyo when He was being tempted, ang nasa niya, it is written. If it is something about the law, the Mosaic law, Tapos sabi niya, according to Moses, or it is written. Ganun dapat. Bakit you have heard? Diba? Bakit you have heard? Now, listen to this. Among all the Pharisees and the scribes, ito yung tinuturo nila sa mga tao. Kasi at that time, para maintindihan ninyo, the Jewish people, they were, they were in captivity for so many long years. At yung Hebrew language, medyo hindi na nila alam. Kaya nga, during that time, ang salitang ginagamit nila, Aramaic na. At Greek. Now, ibig sabihin, yung Bible na alam nila in the Hebrew, originally written by Moses, eh, tsaka ng mga prophets, hindi nila masyado naintindihan. So what they were doing, they were just listening to the teachings of the Pharisees and the scribes. So based on their forefathers, na nauna doon sa mga Pharisees, they were teaching them based on what they understood. Tama? Nakuha niyo? Naalala niyo ba yung mga panahon prior, para maintindihan niyo about Christian history? For example, during the days prior to the Reformation, prior to the coming out of Martin Luther, alam niyo ba na, the, for example, the services or the mass were held in Latin. Sa Latin! Eh, ang mga nag-aaral lang noon, 
clergy, nobles, the rest of the masses, hindi nag-aaral. So, ang kanilang iniintindi lang, para sa kanila, kung ano lang ituro sa kanila, yun na yun. Kaya kahit Latin yan, kahit hindi namin naintindihan yan, basta Latin yan, okay yan. So, even if they do not understand, they were just relying to the teaching of their priest or pastors, ganyan. Kaya ito nga ang challenge ko sa inyo. Ang Bible hindi ganyan. Kaya sabi ni Jesus, since I am the Lord, I am the one who gave this command to Moses. I am not contradicting Moses. I am telling you what it meant because most of the time, you only see the surface. Ang nakita mo lang yung ibabaw. Hindi mo nakita yung puso nito. Hindi mo nakikita yung pinaka puso ng Diyos why He gave this command. Hindi nila naintindihan. Kaya nga sinasabi ko sa inyo, you have heard, but itong amazing, but I am telling you. Di ba? Kaya, bakit importante ito? Kasi sabi ni God, but sana, whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. Sana ganun lang. Sana, earthly court lang. Sana dito lang sa lupa yan. Hindi eh. Sabi ni Jesus, this is something important because your eternity is at stake. Sabi niya, murderers, cowardly, unbelieving, murderers. Sabi niya, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Sabi niya, pargo, hindi to biro. The reason why I want you to understand this, because your eternity is at stake. Hindi biro to. Hindi lang ito for the court in this world. No. You will not just be liable to this earthly court. You will be liable to the court in eternity. Oh, type mo ba yan? Eh, biroin mo kung hindi mo naintindihan na out of ignorance, pupunta ka doon, hindi ko papayag. Tama? Now, kaya nga, marami rin tao na they never see that they need Jesus Christ because in their mind, just like the Pharisees and the scribes, I don't need Jesus. You see, tingnan mo, you commit murder, wala akong ganyang kasalanan. Wala akong ganyang kasalanan. Anong kasalanan? Murder? Normally, ang nasa isip natin ng murder, ano yan? Papatay ng tao. Physically, wala akong pinapatay. So, isip ng mga Pharisees, since I did not physically kill anybody, absolto ko. Wala akong problema. And he was saying the same thing to these people. Diba? Ngayon, sabi ni Jesus, teka muna, teka muna. From the very beginning, I just want it clarified. Pag sinabing sa yung thou shall not murder, hindi ko sinabing thou shall not kill. Murder. Bakit? Kasi sa isip ng Diyos, this is not about self-defense. Pero, hindi pa rin premeditated to kill. For example, if a thief caught breaking it at night and struck a fatal blow, the defender is not guilty. Ibig sabihin, gabi. Hindi may nasaan. Pero pag maliwanag na, of blasphemy, but if it happens after sunrise, the defender is guilty of bloodshed. Maliwanag na, kita mo na, panatay mo pa rin. Hindi na tama yan kasi pwede mo na siyang huwag patayin. Nakuha ninyo? Patamaan mo sa paa kung balilang gamit mo. Nakuha ninyo? Andiyan pa kayo? So sa madalit salita, hindi mo intensyong manila ng buhay. Now, hindi rin ito tinutukoy ang capital punishment. I don't need to discuss further, but sabi niya, anyone who strikes a person with a fatal blow is to be put to death. Noong unang panahon, may capital punishment. Now, hindi rin tungkol sa call of duty kasi there is a time to kill. In other words, pag-gera, you are to defend your country, you are a soldier, you are a policeman, it's a call of duty to kill, there's a time to kill. But obviously, hindi kasama dito ang extrajudicial killing, ha? Hindi, hindi, hindi part ng duty yon Kasi pag sinabi mo extrajudicial killing, talagang out of the law na yon Nakuha natin? Now. Pero, ito nakakagulat. Pero hindi pa yan. Sabi ng Bible, may mas malalim pa yan. Yan yung pinakaibabaw lang. Now, tinan nyo, ha? I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother, look at the words, angry with his brother, shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, you are good for nothing. Kanina, you have heard that if you murder, you are guilty before the court. In other words, just being angry with your brother, same lang yan. Sabi niya, and whoever says to his brother, you're good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. Ibig sabihin, hindi mo na pwedeng i-appeal. Whoever says you fool, shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. So, anong punto ni God? Bakit niya sinasabi ito? Itong sinasabi ni God, para maintindihan niyo, unang-una, pag sinabi niyang angry with the brother, he's not referring na lahat na lang pag nagalit ka, masama na. Hindi. Saan kasi sabi ni Paul, be angry and yet do not sin. Naintindihan niyo? Hello, andiyan pa kayo? Now, hindi lahat na, parang pag nagalit ka, uy, masi. Ito, ito ha. 
Kasi ang isip natin kagad pag angry, yung nagwawala. Sisigaw. Hindi naman kailangan ganun ang anger eh. Pwede kang galit, pero hindi mo kailangan magkasala. Nakuha ninyo, halimbawa nakita mo yung anak mo. Makita mo lang anak mo, nilala pa ng aso. Nilala pa, inaatake ng aso. Tapos anak Ikaw naman, ay, hindi ako pwede magalit. Uy, doki-doki-doki-doki-doki. Doki-doki. Huwag mong saktan ng anak ko, doki-doki. Doki-doki, huwag mong sasaktan. Pati ikaw na. Hindi totoo yan. Pag ikaw magulang, nilalapa ang anak mo. Aso ka, kakagati mo rin ba? Di ba? Hindi ka papayag na ginaganyan-ganyan ka lang. Eh, imagine mo kung nilalapa ng drugs yan. Nilalapa yan ng pornografiya nilalapay. Siyempre, magagalit ka. Kaya may tamang paraan. Nilalapay ng maling katuruan. Paano naging paraan na tama? Sabi niya, do not give the devil. Sabi niya, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Sa madalit salita, your anger, hindi sa tao. Kasi sa tao, hindi mo makalimutan yan. Ang anger mo, para sa tao. So if it is about the person, you don't need to, to keep on meditating on it na parang hindi mo na makalimutan. Nakuha niyo? Ito ang tamang galit, sabi ni ano, Dr. David Seaman. Siya po ay kilalang intellectual author at talagang Christian. Sabi niya, anger is a divinely implanted emotion. Binigay ng Diyos yan, closely allied to our instinct for right. It is designed to be used for constructive spiritual purposes. Ulitin ko, constructive spiritual purposes. The person who cannot feel anger at evil is a person who lacks enthusiasm for good. If you cannot hate wrong, it's very questionable whether you, truly, you, you really love righteousness. Diba? Kaya nga, tingnan nyo na lang sa, sa daan. Hindi na sila sumusunod sa batas. Paano ma-express ang galit mo? Kayo, mga driver kayo, hindi ganun. Ikaw ang sumunod sa batas. For them to see an example of a person willing to follow the law because you hate lawlessness. Nandiyan pa ba tayo? Mayroong constructive purpose. Ngayon, balik tayo. So sabi ni Jesus, pero hindi yan ang tinutukoy ko. Ito ang tinutukoy ko. Balikan natin. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, good for nothing, you good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever you says, fool, you fool, shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. Ano sinasabi ni Jesus dito? God is saying, the issue is the heart. Huh? Heart. Pag sinabi mo, halimbawa, you fool. Again, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Kaya, big sabi mo, lahat yan galing sa puso. Kaya sabi ng Bible, but the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and those defile the man. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, also fists, false witness, slanders. So, yung murder, galing sa heart. Ang punto ni Jesus ganito, when I told you not to commit murder, I want you to understand because man is made in God's image. So if you respect God, you respect man. Now listen. Ang punto ni Jesus, yung word na thou shalt not commit murder, you give value to the life of another. Yang taong katabi mo, importante yan nilikayan sa imahin ng Diyos. Kasi sabi niya, pag galit ka sa kapatid mo, now listen, yung word na galit dito, hindi ito yung galit na nagwawala, kundi yung galit na may distaste. Yung bang, ganito, nakita mo lang yung muka, asar ka na. Ganyan. Para I don't want this guy to exist. Hello? Andiyan pa kayo? Maraming tao dito, wala pang ginagawa yung tao, asar na tayo. Pagdating pa lang, ba't naman ganyan magdamit yan? Mag-worship ba yan? Ano mang klase yan? Diba? Hindi nagsasatayan, nasa loob lang. Christian ba yan? Ano ba naman? Ano? Grabe na. Nas nakatabi mo, kumanta, wala sa to. Ano ba naman? May sense of distaste. Yun yung anger. Ano sabi ng Lord? Yan, parang murder yan. As if ikaw lang ang karapat dapat at yung tao na yan walang karapatan sa buhay. So how dare you to put down somebody as if you're saying you're more important than him. God is saying everybody is valuable. Everybody is important to me. I died for that person. I died for your brother. I died for that kind of person. Kaya sabi niya, if you are having that distaste 
toward that guy or toward that woman, I'm telling you, that's murder. Okay? Sa totoo lang, sa atin ganyan tayo, sobra tayong mapaghusga sa labas. Kaya sabi ng Bible, you judge people based on their appearance, but I judge people based on their heart. Kaya tinitingnan ng Diyos yun. Lalo na dinagdag niya pa rito, niyo naman, sorry, dinagdag niya pa rito, sabi niya, sabi niya rito, and you say to your brother, you're good for nothing. Can you imagine? You may have not uttered it. Yung word na good for nothing, yung sinabi sa inyong raka, yan ay wala talagang meaning sa, sa ano, sa hudyo. Raka, no meaning at all. It was just an expression to insult people. Parang sa Tagalog, timang. Timang kan talaga. Anong meaning ng timang? Basta timang ka. Ganun lang. Wala siyang kaminin, meaning. Parang sabi mo, guys, I'm more important than you. And the moment you have that kind of attitude, that kind of anger in you, you are killing people. Kasi sinasabi mo, these people are not important. Lalo pang dinugtukan. Sabi niya, and you fool. Alam yung you fool? You moron. You moros. Ibig sabihin moral, you are morally deprived. Kung sa saltanian, demonyo ka. Oh, malala na yun. Talagang ikaw sukdulang ka na ng sama. Demonyo ka. Minsan ganun tayo eh. Di ba? Bula ang propeta ka. Sino ka magsalta-salta ng ganyan? May maganyan tayo. Teka, teka, relax ka lang. Who are you to bring judgment to these people? Are you Jesus? Kasi sabi ni Jesus, don't even condemn anybody. Kasi wala tayong karapatan nun. Yes, they may be wrong, but we cannot condemn them. Kasi humaasa tayo, they will be one for Jesus and hopefully that they will come to know Jesus and because their lives are valuable to Jesus. Amen po? Oh, ito yung mga words sa patay. Banagin yung mga side, side. Hindi ka sa, kaya sabi ng Lord, you shall not murder, obviously, homicide. Ano yan? Infanticide or fetocide, yung mga nag-aabort. Kasi parang si mo, walang kwenta yung bata, patay na. Tignan nyo ha, homicide, infanticide, ano, uh, fetocide. Siyempre, hindi kasama insecticide dyan ha. Kasi sa Bible, pwede ka, yung mga hayop napapatay, yung mga insekto, yung iba na sobrahan, pati insekto. Ay, wag mong patayin yan! Yung iba nga, takot na takot sa daga eh. Ay, ang mabait na yan, ang mabait na yan. Para bang gaganti sa'yo? Ay, naku, itrap mo yan. Pero, pansin niya, ito yung pangapat na hindi, yun siya sabi ni Jesus. Homicide, fetocide, infanticide, ang dami pa klase, genocide, lahat yan. And, setting people aside. Alam niyo bang murder yun? And I will show you. Tingnan niyo ha, si John is one of the closest disciple of Jesus. He's one of the closest disciples of Jesus. Listen to his words. Sabi niya, We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brethren. He who does not love abides in death. Now listen to this. Alam mo kagad na Christian ka. Bakit? Because love begins to operate in you. You understood that Jesus died for you, that by His love, you were given life. Then you know that He is at work in you because you're filled with love. Tama? Now, ano opposite ng love? Hatred. Now, listen to this. Sabi niya, everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Ano yung ibig sabihin ng hate? Yung bang, yung hate na parang masama ang loob ko sa'yo, ayaw ko tampansinin, ganun ba? Wala yan. Superficial pa lang yan. Listen to this. Ito ang hate. In other words, pag hate ka, may hateful, may hatred, hindi ka nag-ooperate in love. Anything that not operate, operating in love is hatred. Let's continue. We know love by this, that He laid down His life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Nothing to do with feelings. Sabi niya, alam mo itong pag-ibig. Ang pag-ibig, you're willing to die for your brother. Tama? You're not thinking about your personal comfort. You're not thinking about yourself at the center of the universe. You're willing to sacrifice for the sake of the brother. Handa kang magdusa alang-alang sa iyong kapatid. Nakukuha natin. Yan ang pagmamahal, sabi ni Jesus. Kapareho ng ginawa ni Jesus. Tinan nyo ha? But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? Sabi niya, Kakita mo yung kapatid na nangangailangan. And you have the capacity to help. Lumapit sa'yo. Tapos sasabihin mo, pasensya ka na. Yung iba, hindi tutulungan. 
ipagpe-pray na lang kita. Kasi kulang ang faith mo eh. Tamad ka kaya wala kang pera eh. Hindi mo sinasabi pero sa puso-puso mo, inisip mo, kaya nang napapala mo. Kaya ka naghihirap. Ngayon hinihiging tulong sa akin, magdusa ka. But brother, I love you. I will pray for you. O tama? Ano sabi ni Jesus? Sinira mo yung puso mo. Sinarado mo yung puso mo, sabi ni Jesus. Then you are not operating in love. Kasi sabi ng Bible, little children, let us not love with word or with tongue, but indeed and truth. Hello? Kasi para sabihin mo, itong gahabagay na ito, binigay sa akin ng Diyos, mas importante ako sa'yo. I will not share this with you because you, you are not that important. It, it's okay if you die. It's okay if you do suffer. It's okay as long as I'm not suffering because I am more important to you. Ang sabi ng Lord, you are not operating in love. You're operating in hatred. In other words, you are a murderer. Si James naman, half-brother of Jesus, isa na naman to. Nung nag-aaral siya, very close. In fact, his writings is always about how to interpret the, ano, yung Sermon on the Mount. Ito na naman. Sabi niya, my brethren, do not hold your faith in glorious Lord Jesus, in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, with an attitude of personal favoritism. Favoritism. For if a man comes into your assembly with a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and then also comes in a poor man in dirty clothes, and you pay special attention to the one who's wearing the fine clothes and say, you sit here in a good place and you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down by my footstool. Have you not made distinction among yourselves and become judges and with evil motives? No, pag-isipan niyo mabuti. Ano ba mali dito sinasabi ni James? Tinan mo naman. Halimbawa, may dumating dito. Na-curious, nandun sa labas. Namamalimos, kaya talagang ang baho. Pag, na-curious, kaya mayroon dyan. Parang, ang daming tao. Mumunta siya ngayon. Pagpunta niya, yung pabango niya, parang isang libong kambing. O, naintindihan niya ba yun? Tapos, ang dungis-dungis niya, pumasok, kung ikaw yung asher, ano sabi mo? Sir? <coughs> sir? Saan ba kayo pupunta, sir? Ano meron dito? Service. Ah, uh, Ate, nako, pakikinggan ko kasi parang ang ingay ng pastor eh. Gusto ko mapakinggan ang talas ng boses. Parang chismoso. Gusto ko man... Sir, pwede po dito na lang kay sa likod. Masama ba yung ginagawa niya? Kasi, hindi siya bihis eh. Mabaho siya eh. Madi-disturb ang ibang worshippers. Tama? Eh pumasok kalimbawa isang kilalang artista. At bihis na bihis, namamalamuti ang kanyang mga damit. Ang kanyang mga kwinta, sing-sing. Talaga nag... Kubikin ang kina. Pagdating mo, oh, grabe! Ang ganda niya, grabe! Anong gagawin mo? Welcome sa sisip. Pa-selfie, pwede? Lika, lika, lika. Upo ka dito. Dito ka, dito ka. Reserve yan eh. Di ba, sa pastor yan. Pastor, hindi, dito ka na, dito ka na. Ayaw kami, pastor. Iba yung dating. Kasi, wow, ang da. Tapos may mga bodyguards pa. Dito ko kayo, dito kayo. Importante kayo eh. Masama ba yun? Di ba, siyempre, give honor to those honor is due. Tama naman eh, di ba? Oh, listen, listen, listen. Teka muna, check mo naman yung heart mo. Please, bakit? Sabi ng Bible. If however you are fulfilling the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. Bakit anong royal law ang hindi ko nasunod? Loving your neighbor? Ano sa mga law? Sige nga, ano ba yung mga law sa loving your neighbor? Thou shall not commit murder, thou shall not commit adultery, thou shall not steal, thou shall not bear false witness, thou shall not covet. So alin dun? Wala naman ako sinusuway dun na. Oh, nagbigay siya example. If you show personality, you're committing sin. Huh? Ano sin dun? And are convicted by the law as transgressor. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point and has become guilty of all. Ha? Ganon. Uh, ano yung law? For example, who you said, do not commit adultery. Also said, do not commit murder. Now, if you do not commit adultery, 
You do not commit, you do commit murder, you have become transgressor of the law. Bakit naman sa lahat ng laws, yan dalawa ang ginamit? Kasi, to this, as in, to, to consider some, somebody to be not important, not valuable, murder yun. Nakuha? Andiyan pa kayo? Kaya yun ang ginamit niya. Kaya, Ang totoo, sa church, ang sabi ng Bible, no more Jews, no more Greeks, no more slave, no more free. As in, everybody is equally important to the Lord. Old and young. As in, walang pinagkaiba. May, you may think you're ugly, you may think you're beautiful, but regardless of who you are, you are important to Jesus in that His people must give importance to each other. Yun ang sinasabi ng Diyos. This is the heart of the law. You are to treat one another with value. They are valuable to each other. Never ever think that you are more important than the others. Andiyan pa pa tayo? Hello? Kaya alam niyo, mapapansin mo yung pag may nakita. Minsan, makisingit pa. Ano ba yan? Nakipag-unahan sa picture. Ang kapal ng muka. Huwag na. Kung nauna siya, you're so important. Go. Diba? Nakuha ninyo? Kasi hindi niyo mapipigilan. Dito may mga umate na artista. May umate na ano. Hindi, buti nga sila, mabait ka. Hindi nagpapakita na eh. Hindi nga nagpapahala, nagpapalandakan. Oh, andito ka. Eh, walang ganun. Diba? Meron pang banda. Welcome. Diba? Wala na. Because we are all equally important before God. Ayos po? So, are you a murderer? Now listen. Kaya balik tayo. Ay sabi ng Bible, kaya I may I just remind you, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. There was a study done by a psychologist. Sabi niya, ang problema ng tao, it's not a deranged mind. Ang problema ng tao, anger issue. They don't know how to handle their anger. And surprisingly, the Bible is telling us the same. Sabi ng Bible, na-miss nga nila eh. They keep on studying psychology. Bible, ang na. Sabi niya, let all bitterness. Sabi niya, una, ang, trans, ang form niyan, laging ganyan. Parang nagsisimula sa bitterness. Grabe yung sunod-sunod yan, ha? Bitterness, wrath. Now, listen to this. Yung bitterness, parang, saktan ako dito eh. Parang, kakainis to eh. Parang ganyan. So ngayon, pag hindi mo yan binantayan, mamayang konti, lalabas na yan. Lalabas na yan. Magiging wrath yan. Yung wrath is low burn. Parang, ito yung makikita mo na siya, laging kumukulo na yung dugo mo, nagkakaroon ng slow burn. Ngayon, pag hindi mo pa yan naalalagaan, anger na yan. Alam nyo yung anger? Yung anger dito, yung nag-on ka ng stove, tum, hindi nag-on, tapos pag bigyan mo ng apoy, ganyan. Yun na yun. Parang bigla nang nag-a-ano, nag-a-outburst na siya. Pagkatapos, hindi na tapos yan. Clamor na. Yung clamor, loud crying na. Sasalta ka na, pasigaw ka na. Tapos yung clamor, hindi na tapos yun doon. Mag-i-slander ka na, evil speaking ka na, sisiraan mo naman tao, labo yan. Yan, 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 kapal ang mukha yan. Ganyan. So, tapos sunod doon, gag, susunod Ano na yan? Magiging talagang all forms of malice na yan. You can physically hurt, you can kill, yan na yung aabutin mo dyan. Kaya sabi ng Bible, by, doon pa lang simula, angry at your brother, bantayan mo na. Do not allow it to grow because it is the seed of murder. Kaya naniniwala ako ang murder has something to do with the quality, something to do with the quantity. Sa madalit salita, pare-pareho lang tayo. Yung paglabas lang yan, parang kumbaga, ito yung binhi ng, ano, binhi ng mangga. Pag tumubo yan, dadami lang yung mangga, pero nandun pa rin, lahat ng elemento ng pagiging mangga, nandun at sa seed niyan. Nakuha ninyo? Nandyan na yan. Hintay mo na lang yan magbunga. Kasabi ng Diyos, kaya if you're angry with your brother, and you say, raka or fool, pareho lang yan. That's the same. That's murder. Letter I. So, obviously, if you're a life giver and you are to give value to the life of another, ang punto ngayon, this is your expression, you, you put their interest prior to yours. Anong sabi ng Bible? Look at this. Interest. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind. Regard one another as more important than yourself. 
Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of others. Ang ganda, sabi niya, wag mong isipin kasi ang context niya, alam niyo? You have the same heart of Jesus. Be one with Jesus. Sabi niya, if you want to be like Jesus and you allow Jesus to live out in you, then begin to think of others' interest more than yours. Now, tuloy tayo. Tingnan niyo, kahit sa law, kahit sa pagkain, all things are lawful. Walang problema sa Christian. All things, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. Hindi lahat nakaka-build. So, ano bang pinag-usapan dito? For example, issue ng pagkain. Sabi niya, let no one seek his own good but that of his neighbor. Ang hanapin mo, anong mabuti sa iyong kapitbahay? Anong mabuti sa ibang tao? Now, eat anything that is sold in the meat market. Kasi pinag-usapan dito pagkain. Without asking question for conscience sake. Diba? Kain ka! Kung maintindihin yung ano, ano, basta, you're free to eat anything. For the earth is the Lord's and all it contains. So, ang linaw naman. If one of the unbelievers invites you and you want to go, eat anything that is set before you without asking question for conscience sake. Sa madalit salita, don't worry. Just eat anything. Kasi mayinsan, mga Christians, nagtatalo-talo pa. Okay bang kumain ito? Okay bang kumain ito? Okay. Basta simple lang. Basta iyo, kainin mo. ba? Pag hindi iyo, huwag mo kanin. Alang-alang sa konsensya. Pangalawa, kung matitisod yung kapatid mo, huwag mong gawin. Kasi alang isipin mo siya. Bakit? Tingnan nyo, ha? But, if anyone says to you, this meat is sacrificed to idols, do not eat it. For the sake of the one who informed you, and for conscience sake, anong conscience? I mean, I mean not your own conscience, but the other man's. For why is my freedom judged by another conscience? Grabe, no? Isipin mo yung kanya. And sabi niya, if I partake with thankfulness, why am I slandered concerning that for which I give thanks? And sabi niya, whether then you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So in other words, how will you glorify God? You operate in love. Operate in finding care, concern towards other people. Kasi their lives are valuable. Nakuha? Pakitaan mong kahalagahan ng tao. Dahil yung buhay na yan, importante sa Diyos, importante dapat sa'yo. Okay po? Andiyan pa kayo? Mga anak ha? Kala nyo, kayo lang ang ginaganyan ng magulang. Kayo rin, minsan sa magulang nyo, hindi nyo pinapakita importansya sa magulang. Parang sasabi nyo, ang hirap sa inyo, tatandaan nyo na, hindi nyo naintindihan ang mga bata. Kami mga millennials, iba kami. Kayo, mga linya kayo. Hindi, maging respect. Kasi, murder din yun eh. O, tuloy, tuloy tayo. Kasi sabi nyo, tinan nyo, give no offense either to Jews or to Greeks or to the Church of God. So, para wala nang gulo. Wala. Kasi, minsan kahit mga hudyo, may mga dietary ano yan, commands yan, huwag mo silang bastusin. Kasi, hindi, hindi sila, hindi sila kamakain ng baboy, huwag kang kakain ng lichon sa harapan nila. Ah, sarap, sarap. Igalang mo naman sila. ba? Okay, sabi ng Bible, Just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many. Look at the words, So that they may be saved. Be imitators of me, just as I also am of Christ. Now, you want to show Christ in your life so that people would be saved? Ano sabi ng Lord? Consider them valuable. Give them life. Don't kill them with your preferences. Minsan kasi, basta ako, ito gusto ko, bahala sila. Huwag ganun. Intindihin mo siya. Now, tuloy tayo. Forbearance. Now, ito, important ito. Bakit? Tingnan nyo, ha? Therefore, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, sa lahat naman, biglang, therefore, after discussing all of this, therefore, sabi niya, and then remember that your brother has something against you. Sabi ganon, leave your offering there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and present your offering. Let's continue. Make friends quickly with your opponent at law while you are with him on the way so that your opponent may not hand you over to the judge and the judge of the officer and may you be thrown into prison. I'm telling you, truly I say to you, you will not come out of there until you have paid up for the last cent. Now listen to this. Ano ba sitwasyon na to? Can you imagine, here you are, worshiping the Lord. Sa Israel, if you came from Galilee, si Jesus, galing Galilean, they had to walk for six days just to get to Jerusalem. And normally, nagwa-worship sila as a family. De, eto na sila, biyahe. Pagdating doon, biyas sabi niya, kompleto ba tayo? Sa si Utol? Bakit wala si Utol? Ay, hindi, nagpaiwan atay. <laughs> Nak, 
Ako, mukhang nagtampo. Kasi, nung palang bago umalis, ano ka ba? Ang tagal-tagal mo. Malayo pa nalalakari natin. Ano ka ba? Dalihan mo naman. Basta mauna na kami. Sumunod ka. Diba? Mag-worship eh. Pagdating, asa siya? Wala. Sabi ng Lord, bahala siya sa buhay niya. Tagal-tagal ng lakad. Pagkatapos, hindi siya sasama. Bahala siya. Basta ako, sasamba ako kay Jesus. Di ba? Hindi eh. Sabi niya, iwan mo yung alay mo at balikan mo. Ano? Anim na araw ulit ako maglalakad. Nagpapatawa ka ba? At makikipag-ayos ako. Paano kung hindi ako kausapin? Oh, Pag-isipan niyo, ang daming ganong issues. Tama? Ang sabi ng Lord, Well, if you value the life of your brother, sabi niya, since I value it, unahin mo siya. Sabi ng Bible, if I, sabi niya, if there's sin in my heart, how can you hear my prayer? Kasi sabi niya, bitawan mo yan, makipag-ayos ka. Alam niyo ba, kahit sa atin, ganun nangyari. Alam niyo, bago pa kapunta sa service, ganun pa rin. Ano ba, dalhan niyo na, kanina pa tayo, lita-lita tayo, ano ba kayo? Kasi, eh, kasi naman, eh, ako lang nag-askaso dito. Tapos magsakas yung sasakyan. Ang hirap na niyo, tatagal niyo. At ang kukupa din niyo, hindi kayo prepared. Tapos magdala niyo sa service, di galit niyo. Ano ba? Tapos, pagdating sa ano, yan, wala pang parking. Bumawa na kayo. Maghanap ako ng parking. Tapos, pagdating dito, tapos yung lalaki, maglalakad, kalit na kalit din. Tapos sa ibang upo, sa malayo. Tapos kakana, Majesty, Lord of all. Oh, ano ka ba? Murder yan. There is blood in your hand. Yung iba nag-attend na, nag sa umaga, yung asawa nag-attend sa hapon. Hindi sila kasunto eh. At ang ganda lang, Majesty, <laughs> ang saya-saya. Pag-isipan ninyo, di ba nakakaya kay Lord? Ang sabi ng Lord, kapatid, you forbear. Hindi, wala akong pasensya sa kanya, bahala sa buhay niya, managot siya kay God. Hindi managot kay God. Sabi ni God, if you truly are loving me, you are to love even your brother. Yes, siya may masama ng loob sa'yo, pero concern ka sa kanya, kaya puntahan mo siya, lapitan mo siya, win him back, win him back, and let you worship along with him yung reconciled as if walang nangyari. Minsan kasi, hinahayaan lang natin, parang wala akong pakialab. If you do not exist, I don't really care about you. Maraming magkakapatid, hindi nag-uusap, hindi nagtutulungan, they do not treat each other as they should because they thought it's okay as long as I serve Jesus. Sabi ni Jesus, no. Because as long as you're treating your brother or your sister as if he does not exist, you have murdered your brother, you have killed your brother as if he is not important. Kaya kahit hindi ka nag-exist, wala akong pakialam kasi wala, dahil ikaw hindi ka naman importante sa akin. Yun ang sinasabi mo. Pero sabi ng Diyos, you are murderer because that person is important to me. Nakakatindihan po. Kasabi ng Bible, kaya nga you forbear, even with the words you use, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth. Pigilan mo. Make sure that every time you speak, it's the speaking to build him up because that person is important. Forbear! Sabi ng Bible. At ito sabi ng Bible, when you bear one another, ano sabi niya? Forgive. Forgive. Kaya ang challenge ng Diyos sa atin is this. Friends, yes, it's not easy. Yes, it's impossible to do that. We are all murderers. That's why we need Jesus. We need to be empowered. And we can only experience the empowerment of the Holy Spirit if we belong to Jesus Christ. If we admit before Jesus. Kaya sabi nga ni Pastor Peter, remember? The legit follower of Jesus Christ, they admit their sinners. They admit and they believe that Jesus alone can save them. He is the Lord. He is died for their sin and He rose again from the dead. And you commit to obey Him as your Lord and Savior. Yun ang idea. Kaya susunod kayo. Ito siya sabi ng Lord, now that you belong to Jesus, He's His promise, I'll give you my Holy Spirit. Kaya sabi ng Bible, tinan nyo, do not get drunk with wine, but for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another in Psalm. In hymns, in spiritual songs, ang saya-saya, walang samaan ng loob, singing and making melodies with your heart to the Lord. Because you cannot do this if your heart is full of bitterness, if your heart is full of anger. Wala. You can only do this if your heart is filled with the Holy Spirit. Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God. 
even the Father, and be subject, look at the words, be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Kapag filled ka with the Holy Spirit, you learn how to humble yourself, you learn how to humble to one, with one another, humble to somebody else, kasi sa totoo lang, ang isip natin, mas magaling ako, mas importante ako, makinig ka sa akin, sumunod ka sa akin. No, because you are filled with the Holy Spirit, I don't care if I'm good, I'm better than you, I'm willing to submit to you because you belong to Jesus, you are valuable to Jesus, and you are valuable to me. Yun ang sinasabi ng Diyos. Kasi nga, yun ang pagpapahalaga kaya sabi ng Bible, tinan nyo, sabi nyo ni Paul, for you were called for freedom, to freedom, brethren, only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. Look at the words. The whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Ah, ang sabi niya, but if you bite and devour one another, take care that you're not consumed by one another. But I say, Para mapigilan mo yan, in devouring each other, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Kasi obvious naman ang desire ng flesh. Look at this. The deeds of the flesh are evident. Immorality, impurity, sensuality, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, dispute, dissensions, factions, and sabi nga envying, drunkenness, and things like this, of which I forewarn you. Just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Bakit? That's murder. Nakuha natin. Kaano gabi mo? Be filled with the Spirit. At ito ang maganda. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Di ba amazing yan? Friends, we cannot do this on our own. Di natin kaya. Lahat tayo mamamatay tao. Kakailangan natin tagapagligtas. Kakailangan natin si Jesus. At ngayon si Jesus na sa atin na allow ourselves to be filled with the Spirit every day of our lives that we can extend love and extend life to others. Amen po? Let me just end with this. Meron po isang ali. Mabasahin ko po kasi medyo, hindi ko medyo memorize yung kwento niya. Pero sobrang blessed na blessed ako when I was reading her testimony. Actually, yung scene po nasa courtroom sa South Africa. And a frail black woman stands slowly to her feet. Mahina na po. And she's more than 70 years old. Facing her from across the room are several white security police officers. Mga puti. Siyempre, sa South Africa yan. And one of them, Mr. Vanderbroek, has just been tried and found guilty in the murders of the first woman's son. Yung panganay na anak ng babae, pinatay. And then her husband, he had come to the woman's home and take her son and shot him at the point at point blank and then burned the young man's body while he and his officers parted as in nearby. Bilo mo nagpa-party sila, pinatay yung anak ng babae. Ito ngayon sa courtroom. Several years later, Mr. Vanderbroek and his cohorts returned to take away her husband as well. Kinuha pati asawa. Four months, she heard nothing of his whereabouts. Then almost two years after her husband's disappearance, Mr. Vanderbroek came back to fetch her. How vividly she remembered that night. She was taken to her riverbank when she was shown her husband, bound and beaten, but still strong in spirit. Lying on a pile of wood, the last words she heard from his lips. As Mr. Vanderbroek and his fellow officers poured gasoline over his body and set him aflame, where? Itong talaki, Father, forgive them. Fertawari mo sila. Yun ang kanyang mahuling salita. Pinakita pa sa asamang babae. Sinunog. Now the woman stands in the courtroom and listens to the confession of Mr. Vanderbroek a member of South Africa's Truth and Reconciliation Commission, turns to her and asks, ito na yung grupo na mag-verdict sa kanya, okay, what do you want? Sabi niya sa babae, how should justice be done to this man who has brutally destroyed your family? Talagang walang kahupas na pagbabastos sa iyong pamilya, anong gusto mong gawin para makamtan mo ang mustisya? Yan ang tanong. Tatlong bagay po ang gusto ko, sabi ng babae. Una, I want first to be taken to the place where my husband's body was burned so I can gather up the dust and his, give his remains a decent burial. Yun po ang una kong gusto malaman. Saan ba siya? Sinunog. Para ho, magguha. Kung man lang yung apo, may living ko na maayos. 
Then she poses and continues, My husband and son were my only family. I want, secondly, therefore, for Mr. Vanderbroek to become my son. What? Itong pumatay sa'yo, gusto mo maging anak? Yes, niya. I would like for him to come twice a month to the ghetto and spend a day with me so I can pour out on him whatever love I still have remaining in me. <laughs> para mapakit, mama, maramdaman niya yung pagmamahal ko para sa anak ko. Sabi niya, finally she says, I would like Mr. Vanderbroek to know I offer him my forgiveness because Jesus Christ died to forgive. And this was also the wish of my husband. So I would kindly ask for someone to come to my side and lead me across to the courtroom so I can take Mr. Vanderbroek in my arms, embrace him, and let him know he is truly forgiven. What? Pinatay yung pamilya mo? Pinatay asawa mo? Tapos gusto mo, dapit mo sa kanya. Yayakapin ko pa siya para sabihin, pinatawad kita mula sa aking puso. Habang dinadala siya, yung babae kay Mr. Vanderbroek, nahimatay si Mr. Vanderbroek. He was broken. <laughs> nahimatay. Pero, yakap pa rin, pinatawad. At pagdilat ng mata ni Mr. Vanderbroek, nakapaligid ang mga kasama sa church ng babae, at kanantlang, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Once blind, but now I see. Si Wonder Brook, walang magawa, but to, but to come to Jesus and realize that there is true Christ willing to forgive him who valued his life so dearly that this woman is willing to love him just the same. Kaya kapatid, ano sinasabi ni Jesus? Make friends quickly with your opponent that law while you are with him on the way so that your opponent may not hand you over to the judge and the judge is the officer and you'll be thrown into prison. I'm telling you, you will not come out of there until you have paid up to the last cent. Ano sinasabi ni Jesus? Let me just allegorize a little. Sabi ni Jesus, you're a murderer. Why don't you fix now your issue with, the, with, the father, with my father before you be brought to me as a judge and you will lose everything you've got. You've got. Fix it now. Don't wait for tomorrow. For tomorrow might be too late. Tayo pong lahat at pumikit. I do not know you, my friend. But I know that deep within our hearts, we know that we are murderers. And no murderers will ever inherit the kingdom of God. But you know what the Bible is saying? Jesus said, I came to fulfill the law. That my righteousness becomes yours. That you will no longer be considered as a murderer, but a person declared not guilty. But you have to admit that you need me as your Savior. You have to admit that you are a sinner. You have to admit and commit yourself to me as your Lord and as your Savior. And you meet yourself that, I know that you will walk with me and begin to love your neighbor as you love yourself as you will value them as a valuable person because they're valuable to me. And as you respect me, as you love me, you are to love them and you will always think the best for them. Friends, it is not what you think about murder. It's what the Lord thinks. It is not about your interest, but the interest of the Lord towards other people first. You have to forbear. But you can only do, do this if you are empowered by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father in heaven, I thank you that you know everyone in this room. Lord, we cannot hide anything from you. We are all guilty of murdering people. 
Father, forgive us. And I thank you that Jesus, who loves us so much, died on the cross for us and gave us a new life that we will no longer be declared guilty. And thank you, Lord, that you did not just save us from our sins. You have given us the power to overcome this kind of sin. Lord Jesus, thank you that your desire is for us to be saved because our lives are valuable to you. And thank you, Lord, it's not only us, but you want us, Father God, to be your instrument in allowing people to be attracted to you so that they too will experience your saving grace. They too will experience your forgiveness. And they too will experience your salvation and your life. Lord Jesus, thank you that in you we are declared righteous that surpasses the righteousness of the Pharisees and the scribes. And in you, we have a new life to love others and to really think of their interests first and to really consider them with patience, with love, so that we can help them grow in their relationship with Jesus. We love you, God, because you first loved us. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us with all of your heart and allow us to love you with all of our heart, soul, and mind. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. And good night.